So assessing risk is being honest and realistic about the investment that you're going to get into and the chances and the probabilities of you losing your money. Sometimes it's very difficult to separate hype from reality, but I think that's what makes people successful, especially as investors. Going on to what we've experienced over the last half a decade with the cryptocurrency craze, I'm not someone that says crypto is terrible or bad, but I always describe it as being very risky. And so I look at all those cryptocurrencies as they have a high probability of failing and meaning I could lose all my money in any of those projects. Stocks are the same thing. If you're looking at small companies, don't have good balance sheets, their concepts are not proven yet, they're startups. All of those are massive risks and there's a high probability of failure. Welcome in listeners. You're listening to the Free Retiree Show, your go-to podcast for your career and your finances. I'm your host, Wealth Manager Lee Michael Murphy, rolling by myself today. I got no co-host to keep me company. So today I'm going to be talking about Warren Buffett's 10 Ways to Get Rich. I thought this was a great topic considering I've looked up to Warren Buffett pretty much my entire life. He's a big reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today. I've always thought that his ideology was unique. He's basically come from nothing, but since he's a smart man that lives within his means and understands the world of investing, he's done very well for, for himself. So I thought this is someone that we could all learn from. For the listeners that are not familiar with who Warren Buffett is, he is the chairman of Berkshire Hathaway. He is a phenomenal investor, probably known as the greatest investor of our time. Currently occupies the fifth space on the world's richest person list. His net worth is right around $105 billion. And these 10 tips that I'm going to be giving you today, this is from Alice Schroeder, and she's the author of Warren Buffett's biography, The Snowball. And the article is called The 10 Ways to Get Rich, Warren Buffett's Secrets That Can Work for You. But these are, I think, all these are spot on. You're going to get a ton of value out of these. So the first one, reinvest your profits. So if you're listening to this, you might be thinking, well, I don't really have profits. I work for somebody. This still applies to you. Think about your income as your profits. So for a lot of us, when we graduate school, we enter the workforce, we start making money. And as money starts to creep up, so do our expenses. Lifestyle creep plays a big factor in many of our lives. So even though we might be making a lot more money than we did five years ago or 10 years ago, generally for the average human being, your expenses also went up. So how do we have to look at this? We have to look at this as when we make our money, are we keeping our expenses low or trying to rise them and reinvest what we make from our income into our investments? That's what we call reinvesting your profits. Trying to live by that 50-30-20 principle that we talk about so much, 50% essential, 30% discretionary, and 20% of the income you make are you saving and investing? That is reinvesting your profits. Vitally important for all of us if we want to move forward 
And even in retirement, I've spoken about this at great lengths. Just because you're in retirement doesn't mean you stop saving. Yes, you don't have to save as much as people in accumulation phase do, but you still need to save because there's a lot of unexpected things in life and you want to keep your wealth journey on track and keep moving forward. So reinvest your profits. Number two, be willing to be different. I love this one. This one really speaks to me. In my younger years, I didn't have my own identity as an investor. I just looked at everyone else and whatever I saw online or heard people talking about, that's what I got into. And I've realized now as I've gotten older, that's a great way to lose your money. It's a great way to be a subpar investor. Doing what everyone else is more than likely the way that works out is if you start following the trend on Reddit or TikTok or you're on Wall Street Bets, you're going to get to that party and it's going to change and you're going to lose your money. So following the herd is never a great way to invest. If you look at what's happened in the cryptocurrency markets over the last half a decade, uh, every time someone got in on the hype train, it crashed. Same thing with Wall Street bets and the AMC GameStop, GameStop craze. Everyone that jumped onto that train late, they got hurt. So... Be willing to be different and rely on your own analysis. So Graham, the father of value investing, says that you're not right if people agree with you. You're right if your facts and your analysis are right. So instead of looking at what everyone else is doing, look at the facts. Do your analysis on the investment. So that's what it means to be different. Number three. Never suck your thumb. This one, I think to me, out of all of the Warren Buffett tips, this is the one that I've probably been guilty of the most. And what this means is that if you have an opportunity, don't just procrastinate and and just sit there and stare at it, not do anything. Act. So you have different times throughout history where you have great opportunities in front of you. A great example is the 2008 financial crisis. During that time, there was tons of deals on homes that were available, but people were so scared. The average investor was so scared to do anything, even if they had the financial means, so they did nothing. You can look at that as, you know, right now, right now we've had a lot of valuations across the board declining for almost 12 months. And you have tons of opportunities that are out there, but people are scared. And when people are scared, they suck their thumb, they get the deer and the headlights look, and they don't want to do anything. And you have to remember that you're going to have opportunities. And generally, they come in the form of feeling very terrible and anxious and scared. And that's part of investing is being able to take action during those times. So number four, spell out the deal before you start. So for those that don't know, Warren Buffett, he's not a guy that negotiates. His deals are take it or leave it. And he defines them very he defines them very clearly before he gets into them. So I think where this applies is for a lot of us that are looking for jobs or trying to negotiate our compensation or promotions. Too many people, they get into a company and all they can think about is they want to land the job. As my co-host, Sergio has said many times on our podcast is it's important for you to define 
your compensation, your promotion path. Those things are very important. And I think all too often we overlook those things. We just say, yeah, we'll take you the job, but there is no clarity on the compensation or the promotion path. And thus one year, two years down the road, you feel like you're underpaid. You feel like you're doing this job without any light at the end of the tunnel and that you're not moving as fast as you wanted to. It would be so much better if we could all spell out our deals before we got into them. So I think that's also a very valuable one. Tip number five, watch small expenses. And I think that just means just be frugal, right? Don't live beyond your means. Think about everything you spend, even though you will get to a point in your life where you start to make more money. Don't change that gift of being conscious about what you spend and being frugal. I think that is A lot of people look down on being frugal and some people call it cheap, but I think that it's a gift to be frugal with your money and be able to live conservatively beyond living within your means and not going beyond that. I think that's a very important skill. Tip number six, limit what you borrow. Love this one. I think if we go back to 2008, we had people leveraging themselves too much, getting into real estate with not enough income to support it. People trying to buy their nicest car, even though they can't afford it. So rule of thumb, try to stick to 36% debt payment to income. I think if you stay close to that, you won't get yourself in too much trouble. But when you borrow, it increases your financial risk. If you lose your job and you have all this debt you've been paying, life gets significantly more stressful. You put things in jeopardy, like your financial future, your credit, assets that are important, like your home. So yes, a lot of times when we make decisions about borrowing money, things are good, but you also have to think that things might not always be as good as they are today. And there might be a time when your job changes and you're not making the money that you are. You have to think about those things. So limiting what you borrow prevents the disaster. Tip number seven, be persistent. And this is so important, not quitting, being persistent. This is one of the keys of life from what I've seen. I think in my own journey, I'm, I'm just a regular guy, but I've done okay just by being persistent, not giving up, not having quit. So this reminds me from the research from Angela Duckworth, professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. And she's done studies on grit and self-control. And according to her research, grit is the most important factor of achievement and people becoming successful. And how they define that is when passion meets persistence. So passion is something that drives you something you enjoy doing. You're very passionate about it. So hopefully you can incorporate that into your job. And then you have to be persistent. That's the other part of it is just not giving up, not having that quit. So great tip for all of us. Number eight, know when to quit. So I think we gave you the importance of being persistent, but you also have to know if something just isn't working out. So in Silicon Valley, The motto is fail fast. If you're going to fail, do it quick, get the pain off, and then move on. I think that's also very important, knowing when something is not worth your time and knowing when to say no. Very important skill. Tip number nine, assess risk. So I think this one is a very difficult one. 
because going back to what we were talking about before, people can get caught up into the herd and the hype. So assessing risk is being honest and realistic about the investment that you're going to get into and the chances and the probabilities of you losing your money. Sometimes it's very difficult to separate hype from reality, but I think that's what makes people successful, especially as investors. Going on to what we've experienced over the last half a decade with the cryptocurrency craze. If you guys have listened to podcasts, I'm not someone that says crypto is terrible or bad, but I do. I always describe it as being very risky in terms of of the space. And if I'm being very honest, as someone that believes that there will be a future with cryptocurrency, any of the cryptocurrencies have a high probability of failure. Although some might say, oh, coins, it's never going to fail. We can't say that. And so I look at all those cryptocurrencies as they have a high probability of failing and meaning I could lose all my money in any of those projects. A couple of years ago, everyone was saying like, oh, it's, there's no risk there. It's going to go to the moon. And now that asset valuations are going down, you've had scandals like the FTX scandal. Everyone feels very differently about the space. And I look at it as, yes, there's still promise there in that space, but you have to be very careful because anything you put your money into that space can be an epic failure. Same thing with small companies and the stocks, just stocks are the same thing. If you're looking at small companies, don't have good balance sheets, their concepts are not proven yet. They're, they're startups. All of those are massive risks and there's a high probability of failure. Same thing goes for that. So just know that anytime you get an investment, Say, what is the chances that I can lose all my money? Filter out all the noise and be honest with yourself. Number 10, know what success really means. And I think this is just so important. We started this podcast to help people get ahead financially, but we also want to keep everything in perspective. More money, material things, that is not what life is about, and nor should it ever be about people that I feel struggle the most with money make money their God. They make money their end-all be-all. They're laser-focused on just money and getting more stuff. It's a very, I think, shallow way to live one's life. That's all that matters. And generally, those people end up, from my experience, not being that successful because they don't have their priorities straight. Start to focus on things like health. Those things are priceless. And without your health, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Everyone in the cemetery has the same amount of money. Time is what I've learned is the most valuable thing. Time with your loved ones, your family, and leaving a legacy, leaving a positive impact on others, utilizing your time, your talent, your treasure to help those that need it and leaving your imprint on the world I think to me, that's my definition of success. One's got a different one, but I would encourage all the listeners to not make money and material things what defines their success. Think about the legacy you're leaving for your family and those that you care about and the causes you care about. So just thoughts on my head today. Hopefully that was helpful. Like I said, these are some great tips from one of the best investors of all time quite arguably the best investor of all time. So think about them, 
Try to apply them to your life, and I'm sure you'll be better off if you do. You've been listening to The Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member of FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McGoy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McGillory do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and Company.